Started in the nosebleeds, now I'm on the flow seas First pick, talent, undreaded to the home team Sleeping on a nigga, now I'm living in my own dream You can call me coach, cause now I'm on my own team Fuck your opinion, these matters are fact Just look at the stats Just look at the stats Fuck your opinion, these matters are fact Fuck your opinion, these matters are fact Just look at the stats Just look at the stats Fuck your opinion Yo, 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 what's good? We back with another episode of the Stats vs. Facts podcast, where men lie, women lie, numbers lie, but the facts don't. And when we're up here, that's all we speak. I'm your host, Ian, and I got my two basketball analysts that I like to call them. My man, Brian, and my man, Shane. What's good with y'all? What's going on? Hi. Can't call it. Can't call it. We're here to try to do a quick wrap-up of the draft. Um... Really, we want to just talk about the top, for real, five picks. I don't think we have too many thoughts on anything outside the top five. I'm going to throw in the Hornets later on, but that's that's probably it. Um, we're going to start right at the top. We're not going to waste any time. First pick was very surprising. Started off, we I don't know about y'all, but I could have sworn the first pick was going to be Jabari Smith, 6'10 forward from Auburn, who can shoot with the ball on the floor. And they end up, Orlando Magic end up going Paulo. And I honestly can't pronounce bro's name yet. It's Banchero. <laughs> Go ahead, Big Perk. It's Banchero. He try to have me yeah, sound like Perk. Paolo Banchero. Paolo Banchero. I think he's also 6'10 forward from Duke. Uh, can score from all three levels. They say his weakness is defense, which is interesting because that was his strength coming out of high school. And I've always said Coach K is terrible at coaching defense, and I think that proves it. Um, but he he surprised a lot of people going first. Magic grabbed him real quick. Uh, I'll start with you, Shane. I know y'all don't aren't big in college basketball, but still, y'all follow the NBA scene, and y'all know what teams need. So what do y'all think about the Magic's pick? I already knew he was going first, so scratch that exactly. take off. When was it? How long ago? Not since I knew. Since I knew about him over in Gonzaga. Since I knew about him, I said, "Oh, he going first. That's not who went first. Oh, then it's my boy from Duke. Yes, that's. <laughs> yeah, it was. My bad. It was projected that. Just At least I know what clip I'm about to upload first. <laughs> <laughs> I told you start to join over, but um, anyway, yeah. uh, my boy Paolo. I knew he was going to go first. Everyone was trying to tell me, nah, it's going to be Smith. It's going to be Chet. It's going to be Chet, Smith, Chet. I said, nah, we knew it wasn't going to be Chet. Nah, people knew it wasn't going to be Paolo. Don't try to don't try to put that in my take. I knew. No, no, no. Paolo, too. But I'm saying, you said Chet. I don't think there was any rumor since the season ended that Chet was going to win. Uh, well, I knew Banchero was going to go because, I mean, I seen him play. He had that, that dog in him. So mm, okay, uh, but anyway, the magic. Um, one of the poverty franchises in the NBA since the right left. Um, I mean, I think I don't even know what to really. I don't. I don't know what to really say or like grade or give them because I mean it's a. All these picks are just just risks. I mean, it's a risk you got to take because you got to pick somebody. But, I mean, seven-foot center, I think all he really needs to do is put some weight on himself. Um, He's real, he, he real wait, skinny. Wait, wait, what? Who is the seven-foot center? Seven-foot power forward. He's a 6'10 
four. He's basically seven foot, though. <laughs> he I'll take this basketball analysis back. Okay, <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a. I'm not a, a, a draft analyst. That's what it is. So got you, got you. So like I was saying, you need to put some weight on him, and he might be able to help the Magic. They need a lot more help, but they're not going to be better off in the first year or second year. I don't think he's changing the trajectory of that franchise like that. Um, I hope this isn't the face of all viral clips in like a year or two in the case he does shoot them to playoff contention at the very, like, least. But, um, I mean, I think he could be a good player. He could start it, but I don't think it's going to be a year or two. Um, I like what he brings to the game. I just don't know how he fits with, like – because, I mean, the magic – Jonathan Isaac, that's what I don't get. Yeah, he's another 6'10 forward that they have. (laughs) Yep. But he was hurt, no? He missed all last season with a torn ACL. And that was because he took a knee for Trump? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what the ancestors did to him. (laughs) But, um, yeah, this is weird. And then, I mean, they still have Mo Bamba, right? Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter. Yeah, so they got a lot of young bigs. And it seems like they just – they just guessing, hoping that one of them sticks. Now, I'm not mad for that type of franchise because they don't, they haven't seen success. They haven't sniffed success in years. So eventually you get desperate. They say, hey, we're going with this guy. And they just pick them. So I think that's my bet. Now, go with the more informed analyst, Brian. <laughs> um, like I said, college ball, college ball, it's, it's, I'm on a decline. Let's say that. I'm screaming, but um, nah. I mean, it makes it makes sense for the for the magic that they did this. Um, you know, you were talking about the bigs that they have, but what they also have is just a shit ton of guards too. You know, hella guards. You know, you got Cole Anthony there. You got Jalen Suggs there. Still got Markel Fultz. Like too many like guards that can handle the ball. Um. And you know, have playmaking ability that they had to get a big. And with Jonathan Isaac coming off the injury, you don't really expect much out of him. And kind of like what Shane was saying, you know, it kind of reminds me of um, this kind of reminds me of when the Sixers were like, you know, they took Embiid, obviously, Embiid was hurt those first couple years, then they took Nerlens Noel, they took uh, Okabum. Yeah, like like they were just taking bigs, just for like hope. Hopefully that one of them will work out, and obviously going and be the end of working out. I see the Magic doing the same here. You know, like Shane said, they haven't been the same since Dwight left, and it's not to say that you know they drafted you know him to be like another Dwight because I think he has more of an offensive skill set than Dwight has. So it's not like the same, and he's not even the same position as Dwight anyway. But you know, him being a six ten forward, I see he got some weight on him being two fifty. So it's not like He's going to be, you know, an overly finesse player. You know, he can stretch the floor a bit. He can run the floor for them since they have so many guards. And so I like the move. I didn't – like Ian was saying, I didn't see them going for Chet. I think Chet is more of a – like, yes, he's a forward, but he's more like a playmaker to me. And so with them having all those guards, it didn't make sense for them to go down that well. So, I mean, I like the pick for them. I know 
Um, Jabari Smith is probably going to be the better player overall, but I don't I don't mind him going for the um, what's his name? I, I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. Chet and Jabari. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I was just more surprised of anything because I th- I thought Jabari was a lock, and I look at it like n- all I don't think any between them three, none of them are going to be bust. I don't think that. I think it's just. Um. I don't know, dog. Tech got bust written all over him. <laughs> to me. To me. You got. Yeah, but. It's just his IQ is what's going to save him. Like he's plays smart, but yeah. Um, I think out of them three, I think Paolo is the most NBA ready right now. I think Chet has the highest ceiling by far, and I think uh, Jabari was probably the safest. I think he would land right in between. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, I just it's a, that's a weird fit. I just didn't see that happening, but I guess I don't. He's not a bad player at all. He's he can like I said, he can score from all three levels, and the Magic needs scoring. So that it will. And Jonathan Isaac, when he was playing, he was starting to become like a super elite defender, like insane elite. So pairing them two, two six ten forwards on the playing four, three and four, however you want, whichever one you want to put there, is going to be solid. Um, second pick, Chet to the Thunder. I love it. You pair Josh Giddy and now I think between SGA and Kate Cunningham, I'm probably my two favorite players right now. But um, Chet is an elite shot blocker, can stretch the floor. He shot over 40% from three on, uh, I think he said, I forgot how many threes he made, but I know he had like crazy amount of blocks. Mm-hmm. And he can move his feet. They said this, obviously his frame looks crazy. Like it looks like he can get bodied. But at the same time, the when you're actually watching the play, he avoids contact and still gets the block shots. Like when people are trying to drive at his chest and do that, he knows what he's doing. I know the league is going to be different, but because he's all the his transition is going to be a little different because he's not a big. Like he's he's tall. He's like Bobo. Like he's going to be playing on the wing a lot, but mm-hmm. I think playing with two playmakers is going to help him a lot too, especially pick and roll. It's going to be crazy. Brian, I'll start with you. You got any thoughts on that one? I don't know. I, I got to see him do like five push-ups in a row before. Like, I'm <laughs> like, like I got to see my man do 10 curls with 20-pound dumbbells before I'm convinced that he's going like – I mean, he – okay. I don't think he's going to be a bust, per se. I think he could be a decent player because in today's league, if you're a big that can stretch the floor or if you're a taller player that can stretch the floor, you're always going to be valuable. If you can mm-hmm. – Block shots or affect shots on the defensive end, you always want to like have value somewhat. You know, um, how it'll look once, you know, he's getting switched on to perimeter players in the NBA. That'll be the test. Um, how it looks when he has to like really have the ball in his hand and like, you know, have an offensive skill set um, in terms of like, you know, triple threat ISO type shit. That'll be a question mark too, but. I think there there'll always be a role for him no matter what. So, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, I mean, I also just don't really trust players out of Gonzaga anyway. Oh no, I'm just I'm the same way. But this yeah. man. So if he at, at, his, at worst case, I think he's like a three point shooting go bear. Like yeah. at very worst, 
Yeah. And that's still all-star level. Mm-hmm. Shane, what you think about so your boy? You say at worst you got him being like an all-star? Is that what you a said? Floor, a floor space and Gobert, basically. Like a poor Zingas mixed with Gobert. Like he's an elite defender. Oh, I got like a Porzingis mixed with Gobert. Because he can shoot like Porzingis can. Oh, Al Horford. No. <laughs> but Al Horford just scored a lot of threes in the finals. Yeah, but think of how Gobert literally is on defense. Like Chet is just like this. But Gobert, but Horford was switching on the Curry in the finals. Right. I get Gobert that. can't switch on the Curry. He can't. I'm okay, talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh so we're comparing him to Gobert. Like he couldn't, he couldn't make that switch as of now. I mean, of course, as of right now. But first off, Horford was out there dying on an island with Curry. I mean, you can't expect <laughs> him to do that. But that's not the here nor there. You, Let me just go ahead. You brought him up. What you mean? <laughs> I was expecting him to be able to do it. He's younger. He got younger legs. I don't think it works like that. Bro, the he, said he moves his feet. Anyway, uh, so yeah, who do you, what do you so, think about the guy you thought went first? The the seven footer center, yeah. Um, he's not a center. He's hey, not gonna play. I, hey, nah. Dude. This time I was on the web. It says power forward slash center. So right, his main position is four. He's not going to play five in the league. So he's Anthony Davis. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's in that aspect. You're not understanding where I'm going with my logic. But he's not. But he's going to be in the post less than AD is. A lot less. Yeah, no, I'm not saying as a player. I'm saying being picky with his position, he's going to be like AD. But his because he can because his offensive ability warrants him not being the five. Right. Well, his frame, his body frame. Yeah. His 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 they're saying his ceiling is a floor space in Giannis. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was seeing. So, I mean, that would be nice, but, I mean, I feel like everyone's glossy in the eyes saying if that's – I mean, I know what ceiling means, but, I mean, we know who Giannis is and what he's doing and all it took to get there. Now, if he – now, if if Chet, if Chet can do that, he would be a GOAT. But I don't think he – I don't think he built like that because – yeah, it's it's real hard to be better than Giannis at this point. But um he went to the Thunder, so I like him with the young crew. Seems like they they the only team to know how to draft. I mean, I don't know if the if the um you know if the personnel has shifted at all since they had that run with Russell Hart and KD, which I mean Hold on, should... not, just to throw in there, it's not just they know how to draft, their player development is also elite. Yeah, too. no, development makes it makes a very strong point because a lot of people can draft and they just don't know what to do with the potential, like the Kings, but and um, magic. and the Magic. But um, I don't know. I just think it'll be good to see the young guys hooping. I'm not going to put any projections on him. I know he's. I don't know. I feel like he probably could have. Uh, I don't be trust for some reason. Mm, I don't know. He was down there. He he was getting a little bit of help. In them, in them, in that run, this last tournament with the, that dude that continues to enroll and, and, and Gonzaga drew Timmy. Yeah, but don't, I wonder how he would have looked. Not forget, if he, nah, let's not forget how AD looked in the championship game in college. Okay. Well, I don't know. 
I got, he has I got, a very I'm, similar frame to AD, so I'll give you that point. I'm real if yeah, I'm just kind of iffy on it. Like I see how he built, bro, and he just looks like injury prone, man. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it's just real scary. Like them, he he just looked like a broken leg waiting to happen. So <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. Like it, it sounds good. Like everything that's on paper and that we've saw and like highlights, it, it sounds and looks really good. But obviously the NBA, like them, some actual like. It's some people out there, like they're not boys no more. Like <laughs> that man got that man got eat snake potatoes every day for like yeah. Now nah, if he what, comes what out, need to happen is what needs to happen is him and Zion need to train together. Yeah, <laughs> they'll balance each other out. <laughs> no, for real. But uh, uh yeah, we we slide to the third pick, Jabari Smith. Matter of fact, just the rest for real, for real. So. I already talked enough about Jabari Smith. I think he's going to be a bucket. Rockets got him, my boy Sam Goon, who I was telling you about last year, Shane, to watch out. I said he's going to be elite in like three years. Um, KPJ and Jalen Green, Jay Sean Tate, they got a nice young core for sure. I just hope they keep Steven Silas around because they really did him dirty and giving him the job and giving him nothing. Mm-hmm. But, um, just and making got, his record look bad. They got, they got the goat too, man. First, first, first ballot Hall of Fame heist. Oh, I forgot they had my dog John Wall. Oh first yeah, Hall of Fame heist. Oh, he deserved it. I John forgot. Give him that man. Yeah, John Wall. <laughs> hope I hope he gets traded instead of bought out, so they can get some more pieces. But he's not agreeing to a buyout. It don't even matter. So. Yeah. <laughs> Jabari, uh, Jabari neck playing the four with them is going to be solid. Um, fourth pick was Murray to the Kings. They compared to Siakam. They need a wing bad. So that's going to be solid, even though the Kings are the Kings. I think they'll probably ruin his career eventually. Um, my boy Ivy went to the Pistons. He's that man has crazy potential. I'm surprised he dropped to five. And then the rest of the draft is really it. I didn't like the point guard we got from Wisconsin. I think the Hornets got two uh, really good picks. They drafted two freak athletic centers, and they needed that bad to rumble with Lamelo mm-hmm. and Bridges. Like that's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your uh, Shane? What's your thoughts on the rest of the draft? Because I know y'all don't follow it too much, so I know it's not too much to say on it. Yeah. Not too much to say. Jabari Smith, power forward. <laughs> you reading the bio? <laughs> nah, but uh, oh, I just need to see. I need to remember what teams they went to because I definitely was barely paying attention to them first try. Uh, the Rockets, they lost Christian Wood, so it makes sense they try to fill that gap. Now I don't know. I don't think He's they're a the four. Same. And that's why I said they're not the same player, but it's still Sangoon is the five. Oh yeah, that's my dog. But I told I that's why I said I told you about him last year. I said give him three years, he's gonna be a star. I mean, the Rockets, I like where that team is going, not where they're at, but I like where they're going. Um mm-hmm. there's so much the the draft pick can do to hurt them. So I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on that. Uh the Kings. I don't like the Kings. I don't like I don't like anything they do. 
The last nope. like three people that they picked up have either begged to get off the team or just yeah, I don't out think of the last fifteen, only two of them have been decent. Yeah, so that that's the Kings. Um, now I hope I hope I mean maybe they start something new with the, with the pick, but I mean well, they got so based on that um that post that was sent in the chat earlier. You can pretty yeah. much put Jaden Ivey to be an all-star uh, Hall of Fame player. Yep. Who's picking? Sure. Who's picking? Since, since whoever the Kings pick, the next player is going to be an all-star. Oh, so. yeah, the next pick. <laughs> so, yeah, Jaden Ivey. He's going to be a dog. <laughs> anyway, uh, nah, but nah, the, the Pistons, they made a couple moves um, during the draft. One of the few teams that actually made some. So – I'm pretty sure they're trying to start going all in for their run, put some put some more st- uh, things around Cade. Now, they did get rid of Grant, right? They sent him to the Blazers or yeah. They sent him to the Blazers and so they had Cade, they picked up who is who is it? Ivy. What is their lineup even look? Kids going to be Cade, Ivy, Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay. Uh I'm not sure who their four going to be, and they're trying to get Aiden, but as of right now, it's Isaiah Stewart. Oh, I think they might have got Kimba in the in the they trade. They did, but they're going to cut him. Uh. So yeah, I'm not going to even go past number five. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going past number five. All right, Brian, what's your thoughts if if you had any? Um, I don't have many. So I just wanted to get your opinion on like why you didn't like the Johnny Davis pick. Um, I I didn't watch too much Wisconsin. He won Player of the Year or something like that. Just to let you know, I, that's fine. But I just what I saw of him doesn't for a backup guard. I like. But mm-hmm. as a as a for a team that literally needs a starting point guard, it's not even like we have a veteran. Like he's like I'm, your, I'm Teddy, not, your Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, like uh, somebody like that. Like we don't. I don't. I don't like that at all. Throwing him out there with Beal and Porzingis with two players that we're trying to. You know, we're trying to show Beal that we're we can compete. Y'all can't. I don't the, think y'all can't compete, and y'all I can't show Beal that y'all compete. Oh, I know. And then a lot of scouts I've been reading on and podcasts listen to, they've really been down on him. They just said uh, he shouldn't, he should probably drop outside the lottery, which is why I wanted to trade down to get another pick or something, man, and get Ty Ty Washington because he, he's a solid backup too. But at least we get something else for return. Uh, that's it. I, I mean, I, I hope he pans out, but I just, I'd rather have AJ Griffin and sign up than sign a point guard. Isn't that the dude that went to the Hawks? Yeah, small four from Duke. And I don't like players from Duke, but he, he's going to be solid. Like, he might he's not going to be all-star now. He's going to be solid. You don't think he ever is going to be all-star? He looks like a forward that could kind of dribble, possibly play, make, and get his own bucket. Cool. AJ Griffin? I don't I don't believe in players from Duke too often. <laughs> My favorite player Zion, Tatum, and Kyrie are probably the only three players from there that have been consistent 
That's all you need. One, all of them have rings except for um, almost have rings except for Zion. Almost have rings. Tape. <laughs> yeah, it was almost. Only, only one has a ring, but no, they just don't. They had. They always get the best recruits in the country, and they don't become NBA players. I just don't think Coach K is good at developing NBA players. That's my point. He's just there to bring them in, show them off. Well, he ain't there no more. So. Yeah, and and he didn't even start that one and done stuff until he saw what Kentucky was doing. Because mm-hmm. he definitely had players staying two plus years. But anyways, in other news, we already know Warriors won the championship, and it's been trending. You know, Steph top ten, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I know it's gonna be hard. But I broke it down like this, Shane. I told you yesterday, I view every. Every number in the top 10 up for grabs between two players. Every single one. One and two, MJ Braun. Because I don't want to get into who's no one and who's two. So one and two, MJ Braun. Three and four, I think, is Magic and Kareem. Whichever one you want, that's just me, my opinion. Five and six, Russell and Will. The you got Westbrook, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. You got the legendary offensive player versus the best defensive player. You have the argument of stat. What's more important, stats versus rings? Will has the stats. Bill Russell has the rings. Um, that's five and six. Seven and eight, in my opinion, Hakeem and Shaq. That's whoever you want, but I think both of them locks for seven and eight. And then I know people got Kobe higher, but to me, nine and ten is between Kobe and Duncan. And Steph is like right out there with Bird, probably 11 and 12. That's, and like I said, in my opinion, but I think every number is between two people. There's literally argument between them. I don't think – and that's the other thing. I don't think I would have an argument for Wilt over Kareem. I don't think I'm jumping any numbers either. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, start with you. Is Steph in your top ten? And then I guess what's your top ten? Um, Right now, Steph is not in my top ten. <clears throat> And, you know, one thing for me that makes the top 10 discussion so difficult sometimes and just even listening to yours, um, yours makes sense. And yours kind of echoes like the top 10 that a lot of people will have. I guess my my only issue with a lot of top 10s is like, and I get, you know, a player's greatness is a player's greatness. You can't necessarily take that that away from an individual player. But for there to be, like, four or five centers potentially in everybody's top ten is kind of just, like, that's kind of flooding flooding the market, for lack of a better term, right? Nah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like in a few years, it's kind of like in, you know, when people 20, 30 years down the line go and look at, like, all-time top ten NFL players and see a whole bunch of quarterbacks in everybody's top ten. It's like the league, you know, the league was – the league was sent for lack of – and I'm not trying to, like, be funny here or use a pun. But the league was centered around centers back then. You know, just how, like, the NFL is centered around quarterbacks right now. And so when the game is centered around a specific position, and it's not to say, like, those individual players aren't great, but it just seems – I don't want to say unfair, but it just seems a bit skewed to have, like, four or five players from one position – who relatively all played at the same time, outside of Shaq for the most part, um, being in the top ten. Now, granted, 
it's hard to take them out the top 10. So that's why I'm not even like knocking anybody that would have them in there. But if I had to say my top 10, you know, like you, Michael LeBron, um, Kareem and Magic, definitely in there. Don't disrespect my boy, Will. Nah, I, I, I put Will in there. I definitely do put Will in there um, because of his individual greatness. Off the court or on the court? <laughs> oh, both, both, he's, he's top. He's top one off the court. <laughs> he is absolutely top one off the court. But no, nah, so for me, it's um, it's definitely uh, MJ, LeBron, Kareem, Magic, Will. Um, I probably put Hakeem up there that high because of what he did on both ends of the court just dominating on both ends of the court that in a way doesn't get talked about enough. But that man was pretty yeah, average heard playoffs for a decade straight. So. Bro, I was listening to a podcast today. They said this man came not only is top 10, but it was like he also gets like hundreds of thousands of dollars every offseason to teach NBA players the dream shake, which they never use. <laughs> they never use, sir. They never use. Outside of like since Hakeem Olajuwon retired, outside of Kobe and Joel Embiid, I've never seen a player use that shit. <laughs> like, legit. So, I mean, that's six right there. Obviously, Kobe and Shaq are in it. And for me, I have um, Duncan and Bird rounding out the top ten. Um, did I name ten players? I'm pretty sure I named ten players. Duncan and Bird. So who who did I name that you didn't have? Because Bird wasn't in my. I don't have Bill Russell in my top ten. Oh, okay. And I only don't have Bill Russell in my top ten because it's like, yes, the Celtics won eleven rings, but there were like five teams of the league. That nigga was camping the paint. I'm not gonna be that disrespectful to Bill Russell. <laughs> like, oh no, bro. But it's like, of course, they were going to dominate. There was no other teams in the league like that, and no other teams were really stacked like the Celtics were. During that time, and it's, it's fuck Boston, but <laughs> so but for I me, know, I, bro. Steph, I do have Steph like outside the top ten right now. Maybe like why is Draymond in the draft room anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I do have Steph outside the top ten right now. Maybe he's like twelve or thirteen, but a lot of that will change if they repeat. Like like what I tweeted the other day. Remind of viewers. If they're if they're healthy, I'll tell them what I said. Pretty much, I said with Wiseman, if Wiseman is everything that they expected him to be when they drafted him, I don't see how they don't win the next two. And I'm just being completely honest, because the one thing they haven't had in their dynasty is a I don't want to say a dominant big because it's not like he's going to be like dominant right away, but is a big that can both stretch the floor, have an offensive skill set and be a defensive anchor for them. And that's what they drafted Wiseman to do for the most part. They got Kevon Looney. I don't – yeah, I don't – okay, I'm going to let you finish. You just dismissed the offensive part. <laughs> <laughs> like, because he can legit stretch the floor for them. And if he's doing that for them consistently, that just gives driving lanes for, like, a Steph, a Wiggins, a Jordan Poole. And then at that point, it's like, how do you defend them? And so – 
So for me, I just feel like if Steph, if they go back to back at least and Steph gets the five rings, two finals MVPs, even though it should be three, but that's a conversation for another time. At that point, it's like, all right, you know, a Larry Bird can get the fuck out the top 10. Um, and then from there, you can, you know, you can adjust it either way you want, but he, he'll definitely be in there at that point. Uh, before you go, Shane, I just no, got You can't be before I go because I got to go. All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So the first thing, I agree on the basis of what you're saying, Brian, but on well, for it not being fair that all the centers can dominate the top 10. But on the same breath, I want to say in current players right now, there ain't even no top 10 shooting guards. Like I can't name 10 good shooting guards. So it's like them niggas just don't be good. Like not good enough that they're better than the centers. No, they're not. They're not great. That's the difference. They're Mm -hmm. not great. They all, they're good. Like we know who they are, but they not, and and it's been 30 or 20 or maybe even 40 years for some of those players. And I get time isn't like, you know, is always going to be a factor, but that's why I still think it speaks to the greatness of the centers. Like ain't no shooting guards, especially that, I, that have come that I'd be like, all right, yeah, this dude, I can even Whoa. see him possibly guards in general, possibly being better than any of them, like five centers. And I'm a person that kind of likes guards. Like, I think we're actually turning into a guard-heavy league right now ever since the Steph era because everyone wants to shoot from 30. And um, they just can't do it. Now, that's for that point. The second point is um, Steph not being top 10 at now. And he's not going to be there later because he's he's peaked. He's peaked at what he's going to do. He can win three more rings. Two more finals MVPs. He's not going. You're bugging. All right. Not not, not three rings and two final MVPs. But but I think that's just going to add to his record. Like, it's not going to – we're not going to say, has this dude become better than what he was as of today? If even if he got the accolades, I don't see. No, 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 no. it's he's not about better. better. He's a greater <laughs> player because of the accolades and stats, but he's not. Right. Better That's than what it's about. So is it's he about at this, at this point? Greatest at this player. point in their career. Yeah, but at this point in their career, obviously, and I'm talking about any current players, Braun too, Braun Curry. It's not really about are they going to be better. It's about what more can they add to the resume. Mm-hmm. All right, then, yeah, he can add to his resume. If he does that, sure, he'll be top ten then. But I'm just saying, like, all right, yeah, sure. Okay, I'll give you that point then. Yeah, that's what that's what I was getting at. Like, because say they win next year, and obviously, you know, he'll have to be finals MVP for them to win a championship. Like, that's that's what it should have been in 2015 anyway, but fucking voters were dumb and shit. But for, say, hypothetically, him to end up with five rings, two finals MVPs, two regular season MVPs, unanimous MVP, three-point king, it'll – yeah, at yeah. That point, at that point, it's difficult to not put him in the top ten. I just feel like. Yeah, I agree. Well, then that's that's to the, the response now. So I guess based off the response, you know, Steph is not in my top ten. Although I like Steph a lot, um, my top ten is pretty similar to yours, and I'm not gonna reiterate. But I will add one more thing before I pass it on to you: is that um. Like I said, I do think it's becoming a guard-heavy league. And the issue with that is 
I think it's going to be, well, aside from the people who get those rings and get those finals MVPs and catches up to Steph in the three-point contest, like, there's, like, that's, he's right now about to be kind of the threshold for guards to get in there. Because I actually, is there, aside from Jordan, how many guards are in there? Shooting and point. None. Like Kobe, Kobe, Jordan. Magic, Magic, Kobe. And Magic. So like yeah, so and it's like, like in this day and that. age, it's the, you're not going to get those stats. You're not going to get Magic or Jordan stats. So you can only chase Steph basically. And well, you I can't just, even count Magic for real. Magic is a big with guard skills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's and that's my issue. Like it's just going to be a bunch of people blending into the same like bucket because it's like you got people like Dame out. You got people like Trey out. I'm not naming people that I think are. Great. I'm thinking people that are similar to Steph, play style, shooting tendencies, whatever. Steph, Trey. I mean, you have um, a John Moran. Like, like the guards are coming. Like we know who these people are. And we know what they're capable of, and they're also they're always doing things we haven't seen before and making new stats and being the first player to do this. But they're just not great. So that get better, <laughs> get better NBA guards. If you want to become like getting the top ten eventually, so go ahead, Ian. Uh, I respond to both of y'all. Uh, real quick, it's I get what you were saying about Russell, about the being five teams, but at the same time, I put him in there because of the sole fact that he stopped Wilt from getting them rings, like as just one on one, because there was them two battling, and for you to get stop a dude that literally scored 100 points in a game and it was averaging 50 in a season is is really crazy like that's that's mm-hmm. insane to legit one-on-one stop him like we don't see that today's game like a dude we we could see him slow him down slow people down we'll see elite defenders slow people down but not just straight up like, yeah you're not even getting 30 you average 50 you're not even getting you getting 25 less than that whatever whatever mm-hmm. um there ain't no more one on ones like that, though. By the way, because you know, they started saying you can double. Yeah, but uh, the Wiseman thing, Wiseman, I, I from I'm from watching him in high school and like two games in Memphis. He's like a, I think he's like a DeAndre Jordan, like elite, elite, like DeAndre Jordan at his best, not not DeAndre Jordan now or anything. Like he's a elite rim runner. He can't. He has no offensive. Uh, skill set, but he he's gonna be like he can't pop. He I don't pop. think so, personally. Well, we'll see. We're gonna see next year, but we'll, yeah, we'll, I'll make like pop. Pop. we we're gonna save this clip. But I don't. I've heard. No, not everybody can pop. Name a person <laughs> off the top of your head that can't pop. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> no, no, not Rudy. <laughs> like, I've seen Stephen Adams pop, bro. No, you have not. Yes, I have, bro. <laughs> No, nah, anyways, that, and and lastly, to your point, I don't think the league is guard dominant at all. I think the league is still bi- is heavy on bigs, just skilled bigs. If you think about point guards, after like the first five, you start stumbling for elite names. It's all average dudes. I think the game is still about bigs. It's just shorter bigs and more skilled bigs. I think that's the difference. After guard, you got because you like you said, shooting guards, Bill, Booker, Spider. Harden. Whatever position you want to throw Harden at, so Harden. 
the hard name. So that, I mean, that's they're good. They're not, I'm not taking, I'm not knocking anything off. Then you got point guards who got CP, Steph, Dame, Jaw, Trey, Jaw, Garland, who? Trey, Trey. I mean, I'm not. I'm not no, thinking about Trey. What do you put? What do you put, Luca? What do you put, Luca? He's a guard, full. point guard. Okay. Nah, he he run that offense. Yeah, he's a. But I think it's still about it's either it's either big skilled bigs or wings. I don't think it's I don't think it's guards though, like primarily guards, because they're still not that they're it's top heavy is what I'm saying. It gets top heavy and then it's like it's really starts fading out. Like you got the D'Angelo Russells. The same applies to the bigs, though. I swear it's only like 10 bigs. 10 like bigs. We're talking about centers and power forward. We talking about Embiid. We're talking about Jokic. Talking about Bam. You're talking about Cat. Bam is a skilled big. He's not not a top three. Like, he's not a better than a top three guard out there. Hold on, hold on. No, he's not. Hold on, hold on. Quentin's not no. going like this. Quentin's not going like this, and that's fine. I don't want to hear Bam's name for the rest of the offseason. So. <laughs> no, I, we're not. <laughs> like, we already dropped to Bam after Embiid and Jokic. We have more than three, like, point guards. Right, that's why I said guards are top heavy. Like, people, it's, I don't know how, another way to describe it. Like, it's. It's a it's a severe like drop off name. after the elite level. It's a severe drop off after the elite level. Like, yeah, for, for point, point guards, I think centers like balance. It still ends up balancing out. Like it's only a few garbage starting centers, if that if any garbage starting. There are well, gar- oh, you mean garbage? I don't think they're yeah, like garbage. Well, like off the top of your head, who's the next starting point guard? <laughs> Derrick Rose. No, he's definitely not. Emmanuel, um, quickly. He's not a point. He's really a two, and he don't start. He is he a he a seventh man behind D Rose. Knicks poverty poverty team, <laughs> but okay. But anyway, I'm getting not anyway, giving because who's a Knicks star center? Mitchell Robinson and Nerlens. Bums. They Mitchell they Robinson. both elite rim protectors. They they now they shot. elite rim yeah. protectors. Everyone is elite at something. I wouldn't say that. Mm. Not elite at something, but I don't think them two are elite <laughs> and protecting. I give Nerlens Noel. I give Mitchell Robinson is. Mitchell Robinson is. Come on. No, then I yeah. got it. Mitchell Robinson's like that on the defensive end. Yeah, for sure. But but uh, anyways, let's get to the uh, last topic. Your boy Kyrie, and this is this got to be real real quick because it ain't too much to talk about. Um, basically, they can't reach a contract extension. I'm assuming it's because of the games Kyrie's missed. They're trying to make it incentive based. Kyrie's not trying to agree, and he supposedly gave another list of teams he's trying to go to. I know we all remember when he did this with the Cavs. Real quick, uh, I'll just do two. What are the two? What team? What two teams do y'all think are the best fits for Kyrie? I guess I'll go. Uh, well, I really should have pulled that list back up. Can you remind? I know, I know two teams. One of the team I will put them on is the Lakers, as the best fits. Um, I know the Mavs are 76ers on there. Definitely not the Mavs. Yes, um, hold on. It's it's Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Mavs, Sixers. Lakers and Heat. Those are going to be my 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 two. I'll say why Lakers because he's played with Bron. That's how he knows how to get a ring. Um, already AD's there. Basically Kevin Love, not basically Kevin Love, but 
in the sense that he's going to get hurt in the playoffs and Kyrie's not to pick up the slack. Um, on the other end, I'd say Heat because, I mean, him and Jimmy Butler are kind of polarizing opposites. Um, Jimmy Butler's more get the job done. I go to work. I work. I do what is asked of me, sometimes more, sometimes, you know. And Kyrie is the opposite. So Jimmy Butler's, I think he, I mean, all that locker room stuff, man, Jimmy Butler, that heat culture, it's just, I mean, I don't think, I think we get to see who's going to win, but like Kyrie versus heat culture. Cause you know, he dominated the Celtics culture. Everybody say, hey, screw that. But I, that is, I think the only team that might be able to get that off the, off the court nonsense, slow down at the very least. Won't work with the Mavs. Luka needs the ball. 76ers, they already kind of have a good thing going. I wouldn't add Kyrie to that. Um, just to screw that franchise up since they've been trusting the process. Kyrie will destroy that process. <laughs> and um, Clippers, that's a good pick, but it's just <laughs> more people to get hurt. Kyrie, Kawhi, and PG, I could see them all hurt at the same time. <laughs> so you can go ahead, Brian. Well, I know for a fact he's not getting traded in the Eastern Conference. The Nets are not worried. Um, I don't even think the Nets are going to be willing to work with the Lakers because I think it's going to have to be a sign and trade. And they just not going to want to work with the Lakers anyway. So not to well, say no, that- it's not it's not going to be a sign and trade. Kyrie is going to have to opt in and uh, tell the other team he is traded so he's going to sign the extension because that's what he's still he's still on the contract. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. But even with – I just – I just don't know how any team could trust Kyrie. So. No, I wouldn't. Like, <laughs> I like, wouldn't trust Kyrie. <laughs> like, I could see – I could see him going to either L.A. team for different reasons. I could see him going to the Lakers because he's played with LeBron and he's been open about him leaving Cleveland and how that was the wrong move for him. So I could see him trying to like piece that up. I could see him going to the Clippers because what team practices load management more than the Clippers? And what player would embrace that more than Kyrie fucking Irving? <laughs> so it's like I don't I don't know. He's not gonna be traded in the Eastern Conference. So any Eastern Conference team on that list that he put, you could just pretty much eliminate them. It's not happening. Sixers not happening because with the Sixers, it would have to in, damn near involve James Harden again. And it's like, no. <laughs> he's he's not going back to Portland. Don't forget about Tobias. <laughs> if Unless they really want to trade KD, that's not happening. It would so have I, to be Tobias and Maxi. I don't see Maxie's a tough bucket. I think he's <laughs> one of the more, more respectable guards in the East. Yeah, but I don't see any other Eastern Conference teams happening. I don't see, I don't see his play style and Lucas' play style meshing at all. Because um, Kyrie, he's not much of like an off the ball mover. He shows, he's shown flashes of it in his career, but he's more of like a ball dominant, um, ISO ball player. He and, played just like Luca, man. Except Luca dribbles a little more. Yeah, and that with Luca, nah, Mm-mm. no. And plus, they're showing like. Uh, whatchamacallit, like they're really like focusing on defense too. You're never going to confuse Kyrie for being a defensive player. He has been a defensive player at points um, of his career. 
I ain't say a great one, but he has been a defensive player. Sure. Like he plays defense. I think that's the <laughs> definition of a defensive player. I, I, I play defense, but yeah. <laughs> You're a defensive player. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just, I don't, it's, it's a weird case where I think it'll, if it happens, it'll have to be one of those LA teams, but I just, I just don't trust them no matter what. So like, <laughs> I just I just don't if I'm if I'm any team and I don't I guess he doesn't know his own reputation <laughs> like but no matter what even if he tells you that he's going to sign a contract extension when you trade for him who the hell is going to believe that he told he told Celtics fans yeah I'll be here forever left told Brooklyn that he'll resign in the offseason and that he was going to be a part of like building the roster up He's looking like he's about to leave. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Because yeah, he thinks um, he's walking on a flat earth. We are. Let's not get into that. Anyways, yeah, I just wish he didn't bring the list out because it's other teams out there. I think he'd actually be a decent fit on. I think him, which is an, also another player that was on the net, but I think him getting traded for like a D Lo and Beasley, I think Kyrie and, and Cat will work. Um yeah. I think Kyrie for Murray would work in Denver. I think Kyrie and Jokic could work together. I think I think, I think that would be better for Brooklyn, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, Brooklyn's gonna have to get something in return. I think you're getting a younger you getting a younger point guard that could also put the ball in the hoop. Granted he's coming off the of twenty ACL, but that ain't that nothing would, nowadays. Yeah, I feel like that that would be better for Brooklyn, honestly. Kyrie, they were thinking he was debating retirement, bro. It's anything better than that. <laughs> I think Miami is a terrible fit. I think you should just trade him to the Knicks. Fuck it. Let's see what he's going to – let's see what he'll do, bro. So Fuck it. Get, trade him go, back, go back to Cavs, Kyrie. Fuck it. Hey, fuck <laughs> it. Um, they should trade that nigga to, like, the Kings or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give him a middle finger and be like, get away from us. Give us the air box every time. Send him to the Wizards. <laughs> Good on I that. Promise. I promise you. Y'all be salivating at the mouth of Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie Irving was on my basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> Never I think it would have to be for Bill. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see any other way that happening. Like, who are we trading for that, man? I don't know. But, yeah, so, you know, last joint. I'm only going to do one guest to play this time because this dude might take a minute. So, only one. Here we go. This dude was drafted. Oh, wow. Okay, I, mean, I don't even want to say what year he was drafted. Let me, let me not start that off yet. Yeah. Only accolades is a one-time All-Star. His career average is 11 points. Seven rebounds and one assist and one block. He played in the league for 13 years and he played for five teams. And this is a four. How many minutes per game? Like his whole career, he averaged, I was going to say minutes. You've never asked that before. 26. What the hell? And he started. Most of it. I was trying to figure out his all star. What was what were his numbers? His all star year 18 points, 
Nine, nine rebounds. Will it be too much to give us what year he made the other star? No. Uh, oh, nine. Oh, uh, 10. 10. 10. 2010. 10. All right. He's, he's not in the league anymore. Oh, damn. Okay. Did he come in the league in the 90s? No. Okay. Just want to make sure. <laughs> I don't want I just don't want to say yeah I'm not I don't his his say, draft year will be huh when you say that he made the all-star in 2010 oh, 2010 the oh, 09 so, 2010 all right uh playoff averages are oh god 8 7, 7. 7.6 rebounds he's made the playoff 3 times he was a, this guy was a top ten pit. Wait, what were the what were the points? Seven. What was the rebounds? Oh, you didn't even give us the rebounds, bro. Six. No, I did. I said, oh, okay. you talking about playoffs, right? It was seven. Yeah. No, eight point eight. It's seven point eight. So eight points and then six rebounds. He wasn't starting, bro. He was not starting in the playoffs. Actually, he um, could have. He could have been. No, 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 no. One year he was. Yeah, one year he was. The year he was, he averaged ten points and eight and eight rebounds. This guy went to Central Michigan. I'm just throwing that. I know that's not going to help. So I'm not at all. Twenty ten. And this is a four, right? No, it's not a four. To center. He's a No. I guess that's kind of that's a kind of good guess, but no. I think well, does he have Bogey a ring? Just has more, huh? Does he have a ring? No, his only achievement is a one-time All Star. I can't even believe this guy made an All Star team. Let me see who else is All Star this year. There had to have been somebody injured. <laughs> there ain't no way he would have been a reserve. I remember, I remember the 2010 All Stars for the most part. That was crazy. Tell him to me. I think D Wade won MVP that year. This dude, he had four points in the in the All Star game. <laughs> he knew he shouldn't have been on the court with them players. Yeah, D Wade had twenty eight. That's crazy. You know that off the top of your head. I remember watching that shit. D Wade had twenty eight. Braun had twenty five. Bosh had twenty three. Damn, they was cooking. Them the only niggas that had over twenty for the East. 2010. 2010. Sounds like he should have been on the East then. Uh, East All Stars was stacked. Other than that, David Lee. <laughs> I remember when David Lee was a player. Hey, David Lee was, was nice. Ew. Chauncey Billups made it that year as a point guard for the Nuggets. What's wrong That's with Nuggets Billups? Huh? What's wrong with Nuggets Billups? I mean, it's just – I just wouldn't think of that as an all-star that picture a, that nigga. That was a dark time for, like, point guards and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> dark time. Uh, yeah. I think that was, like, when AI went to the Grizzlies or some shit. Does this dude have anything interesting about him? Um, Would I even recognize tape. him in public? <laughs> Probably his height. Because he's tall as hell. That's but. it. 
That's it. His facial, his facial hair. I, I mean, his hair in general. I guess. Oh my god. His nickname is the Caveman. Oh well, no, that's not him. That's a different person. Why don't you guess? You never, you never won this game. And then we're only doing best out of one. Chris so. Anderson. <laughs> no, that's Birdman. I know. Damn, I, damn, Shane. I'm gonna take a Barry Jow. I'm here. We go, Brian. I'm gonna take a random guess. Here we go. <laughs> uh, here you go. Shit, wait. He's about Barry to get Jow. it. No, it's Since not very Jow. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris came in. <laughs> He was an all star. Yes. Oh my. I don't even remember what team he spent most of his time on the league. The Clippers. What number was he? Nah, thirty-five. Nah, that nigga was the white KD. Wait, nah, son. (laughs) No way, Chris came and made an all star team. <laughs> but I no. didn't want to give his draft because he was in he was in bronze class. I wouldn't have known that anyway. Oh, all right. <laughs> he he made an all star team. I think he got picked right after he right after Bosch. Sheesh, bro, he had to be a reserve. Yeah, I don't think I was ever going to get. That's him. hilarious. No, <laughs> he, he got picked after D Wade. After D Wade. Hold on. It no went Braun, Milicic, Mello, Bosch, Wade, Chris Kamen. And who went after Chris Kamen? Kirk Heinrich. Oh, that's my boy. <laughs> Bro, this man Jarvis Hayes. He, uh, he replaced Brandon Roy, who was injured at the time. I was about to say, ain't oh, no way he was voted in All-Star <laughs> Still, though, that's crazy. He that even, is crazy. He even was a replacement. Well, yeah, that was definitely solid. Uh, Anything y'all want to say before we end this off? Uh, Everybody stay tuned for our next hooping session, whenever that may be. Um, We're targeting it this weekend. I'm putting up 40. (laughs) (laughs) I want everybody to stay safe. I want to say free no savage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, free that man no savage. He innocent. <laughs> he is. He ain't shoot that guy. He seen him holding it. Bro, he, yeah, man, he ain't fire that. Y'all seen uh in what if when when the nanotech fire that the Hawkeye arrow? That's what that's what happened when when no sad exactly. bro. He ain't do it. Exactly. <laughs> I swear. But yeah, though. But I appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all for joining me. Stats or Sacks podcast. We're gonna catch y'all next time. We out. <laughs>